Dale Smothers and Artie Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by Sharon Johnson or the Small Business Administration. Welcome to Retirement Matters with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, South Central Kentucky's premier retirement planning firm. Dale holds a master's degree in business management with an emphasis in finance and has the retirement income professional certification. Dale is a trusted voice to families across the great state of Kentucky and a regular contributor to many local media publications. Now, here's Retirement Matters with Dale Smothers. Hello and welcome. You are listening to Retirement Matters. This is a show for folks who are fed up with outdated financial advice and for those who are looking to retire while worrying less about the stock market and more about living life the way they have always wanted. I'm Dale Smothers, and it is my goal to give you the information you need to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. This is a special show. We've talked about it for a few weeks. We are actually joined right now on the phone with a small business administration representative representing the western part of the state, which happens to actually include Campbellsville and the surrounding areas, Miss Sharon Johnson. Miss Johnson has told me countless times to call her Sharon, so I'll just start with this. Sharon, how are you doing this morning? I am doing great. Thank you for asking, and thank you for allowing me with the opportunity to provide information to the community, because we're really excited about the information that we have, and we really want to make sure that our small business owners know about the resources that we do offer. Yes, of of course, and I appreciate you coming on the air and and shining a little bit of light on that for us. Uh, I'll just kind of give it to you, and and if you don't mind, uh, make the focus of this more on the PPP program, and and maybe even uh, just tell us a little bit about what the SBA has going on. I know there's two or three different programs there specific to this coronavirus relief, and I'll just give this to you and and let you kind of educate us a little bit. Okay, thank you, and uh, I just want to say real quick, we want to thank the small business owners for your patience. We want to thank the bankers for their patience. We really, really appreciate you guys. Um, Just to tell you a little bit about the Paycheck Protection Program, which is called PPP Program, it's open to those who are looking for loan proceeds to cover the payroll, and it does cover your mortgage as well, interest and rent, and utilities over an eight-week period after the loan is made. Mm -hmm. Um, But you must make sure that you provide documentation to back it up that you're using that money for payroll. The good news is that we have a lot of uh, SBA lenders right now are granting money for the PPP program. We're very excited about that. It is 100% guaranteed from the government, and uh, our lenders are very, very busy right now. Mm -hmm. Excellent. it is excellent. It's very excellent. We're excited about that. Let me ask you this. I'm glad you went ahead and, and defined PPP because just like everything in the financial industry, we love abbreviating stuff. And what we try to do for listeners on the show is break that down just a little bit. It stands for the Payroll Protection Program, which is great. You, you mentioned that. Uh, sorry, it's the Paycheck Protection Program. Paycheck That's Protection proper Program. proper name. Excellent. Paycheck. See, and I've even called it wrong myself. So, Paycheck Protection <laughs> Program. And, Paycheck and, Protection Program. That is correct. That's fantastic. And so, you know, just by you saying that, it opened my eyes to, uh, I guess it makes sense then, you know, 1099 employees are covered in this. Uh, sole proprietors are covered in this. The, the, the absolutely, absolutely, yeah. they are covered as well. You can apply any any contractor and self employed are eligible for the PPP program, 
In addition to that, I did not fail to mention that it is a forgivable loan. And that is the key word, isn't it? That it's forgivable. So I guess the the thing that we would definitely want people to make sure they're doing is keeping good records, making sure that they're understanding how many employees they had before all of this took place. And then, of course, the bankers are going to want to know how many they have after this takes place. Because if my understanding is, and Sharon, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have to have the same number of employees when this is over for it to be forgiven. Is that right? And see, this is the thing. They must, must keep employees on the payroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, if I'm hired with ABC Company, and due to corona, coronavirus, I'm not hired anymore. Mm-hmm. There's a lapse. Our goal is to keep the employees hired, and that's what that money is for. We're helping you to keep your employees hired. Yeah. So I think I think you know, kind of backing up to say what this loan is is for is evidence enough to show that the government wants to make sure that the employees of small businesses are maintained on the payroll, uh, making sure that they are able to still make ends meet, uh, because this not only affects small businesses not having the business that's generated, but also it affects the employees of those small businesses for not having the paychecks that come <laughs> from working with those small businesses. So that is the, that's the intention of this program. You mentioned forgivable. I, I love that, uh, that word. Uh, a lot of times that may be a misconception that I hear a lot of listeners and a lot of clients that we work with. They say, well, why would we want to take out a loan when we just have to pay it back? Can you speak a little bit to that and and the forgivable nature of these loans? I sure will. But before I do that, I do want to make a clarification uh, in regards to employees on the payroll. Uh, If for some reason you have to let somebody go, but you can rehire them quickly. I did want to make a note to that. Okay, yeah. so they can get rehired quickly because you can't, that money's going to help you do that. So of course. So justify, if, not just, you've got to document uh-huh. that, keep all your records, make sure you document that you let them go on Friday, they came back on Tuesday. So make it, sure you document that information. So if an employer has laid someone off recently, they can rehire them and, and still be subject or eligible for the forgiveness. Is that what I'm hearing? That is correct. Okay. But again, it doesn't really... We don't really know. It's just quickly rehired. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how many days or, or weeks or whatever. That is not clear. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, as we continue with this PPP program, some additions or more regulations are coming out to clarify or to make sure that it's clear. Got it. Public. We're still waiting on further regulations in regards to some of this information coming down. Mm-hmm. A lot of gray area still needs to be A lot of gray <laughs> area still, uh, we're, but we're really excited. This has been going on for like three to four weeks, so a lot of regulations are still coming down. Mm-hmm. A lot of processes aren't actually formally completed, um, you know, in regards to making sure that we understand all the processes. So that's still coming down. It may be have done and written, but, there, you know, we're still waiting for further directives. So that's the right word. So let's say um, that let's say that someone is needing a little bit of uh, capital to get through this period of time. Their business has dropped. Uh, the the people walking into their business has has obviously went to almost nothing, if anything at all. Uh, and so revenue is low. They need cash. They need money to pay their employees and to keep ends met. They go and they get a loan from their from their local bank or uh, SBA lender in the area. Uh, and they can take up to, can you speak a little bit on how much they can take and then, and then how it's forgiven or maybe the process that would be uh, 
uh, taken to get that forgiven? Okay, uh, again, on the forgiven amount, uh, you have to use it for payroll costs, mm-hmm. and that's for the loan to be completely forgiven. Um, you've got to use it for, and that's 75% of that loan must be utilized for payroll costs, interest on mortgage, rent, and utilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is at least 75% of that money will be forgiven, but you must it must have been paid or used for payroll. Okay. Um, Yes. So if so, um, if someone sorry, takes out, ahead. that's okay. Uh, the the example that I've that I've used in the past has kind of been if someone has a ten thousand dollar a month payroll average, uh, they can take out. Is that am I right on that? Two and a half times essentially. That's an easy way to figure that. Two and a half times the amount of a monthly payroll average is the amount that they can take out in the loan. Does that sound about right? It's correct, and I don't have that information in front of me, but there is a percentage based on the payroll, and you're completely right. I just don't have the percentages in front of me, yeah. so I can't quote yes or no if you're correct. Got it. So um, my understanding, and we'll kind of work on that assumption, is two and a half times. So if we're talking 10000 we could essentially take out 25000 and then using that assumption, $25,000 would be eligible as a loan, and what you're saying is at least 75% of that has to be used for payroll expenses for it, for the entire amount to be forgiven. Is that kind of how that works? That is correct. Okay. And so if you went out and uh, spent that on you know paying past debts, if you spent twenty five thousand on paying past debts, you're gonna you're gonna have a twenty five thousand dollar loan that will not be forgiven. Uh, it is intended on helping employees uh, of the business. That is correct. Okay. Um, what about, can you talk a little bit about a 1099? I mean, we had briefly mentioned that whenever you have a 1099 employee, let's say that I own a business, which I do, I'm a small business owner, and I actually do have a one particular individual who earns a 1099 paycheck from me. Uh, when I'm filing, let's say as a small business, I, I'm, I may not file. Now, my W-2 employees, I can include them in my payroll. But my 1099 as a small business owner, I do not get to include them on the payroll, correct? They're actually, they're, they're applying for that loan on their own. Is that, is that kind of how that works? And that's what we, that's what I've read so uh-huh. far is, okay. you know, that again, they do have the opportunity because they are self-employed to apply for that PPP loan. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Okay. What they don't want you to do is double dip. Right. But again, uh, regulations aren't very clear in regards to that. If you can put them on the payroll, and if not, but yes, they can. You can't really. You can't actually count them twice. Got it. It's a, that does make sense. It makes sense. And another question that I had from a from an, a client of mine is farmers and you may not be able to speak to this because this is a gray area as I've read through the bill I've, I've not been able to find a lot on this how does it how does it apply to a farmer if you have a farm out there and uh, it generates income at what point can you consider that payroll one of the things I do want to mention uh, the regulations were just um, updated mm-hmm. and I would suggest for them to go to www.sba.gov or the Treasury's Department's website. Those things were just updated. If you have, you know, 500 or less employees, they did make some regulations that did change the eligibility requirements for farmers. Excellent. Okay. And that website is uh, www.sba.gov. Is that right? 
Correct. Okay. Or you can go to the Treasures Department uh-huh. website. They are constantly updating that website as well with new regulations or updates. Got it. So it sounds like just about everything mm-hmm. that the government uh, does, I guess it, it's just an ongoing situation. It's developing as we speak, uh, which is which is good. I mean, at least they're, they're proactively, uh, they've put out this loan program, and then as they see things that need to be improved, they are, they are improving those as we go. Is that kind of your understanding? But their goal is to, and this is the thing, our goal is to make sure, first and foremost, we want to save our small businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times, oftentimes, things are launched, and then you hear from small business owners of the you know, circumstances and situations. For that reason, you know, we have to, you know, I'm sure they came back to the table and edit some things or add some additions. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on right now. Yeah. But again, this is the whole nation going through the processes. Yeah. And um, and that's what's going on. This is a big, big crisis. And our goal is to keep them afloat. And I bet yeah. you have been... Yeah, uh, small businesses. Keep moving. <laughs> you've been running yourself to death, I would say, haven't you, with the small business loans? We and, have been yeah. very busy. <laughs> um, yes, we have. Thank I you bet. for asking. But we, it's not a, you know, it's a good and bad thing. Uh, the good thing is that we're excited about the people who are really applying for the loans. Mm-hmm. We're thankful for the bankers who are really taking a lot of initiatives. So it's a good thing, yeah. you know, especially when they get funded. That's true. When you see one of these loans funded, you have to imagine that that's just one business that wouldn't have otherwise survived. So job well done, Small Business Association and the Treasury Department. Thank you uh, for this return of taxpayers' dollars, essentially, is what this is. Let me ask you something, too, Sharon, while we're here, as we start to wrap this up. Just appreciate your time. But what would you say, what would you, say you would give a piece of advice to those who haven't already applied or maybe asking questions if they are eligible? When should they start to inquire about this PPP program if they haven't already? The loans go through... June 30th, 2020. Uh, it is based on first-come, first-served basis. So I would say apply as soon as possible. If you do not know that you're eligible, go ahead and apply for it anyway. Okay, okay, that makes sense. It, and- yes, it does. And uh, I'm going to provide uh, my number and contact information. If they have any questions, Dale, they can call me directly or either... At least I'll give it to you, and they can actually provide, and you can give them my number, however you want to do that. That's outstanding. But I would say, go ahead and apply. Okay, my number is 502-276-7655. So it's 502-276-7655. That is correct. And my email address is Sharon, two R's, S-H-A-R-R-O-N, dot Johnson, at S-P-A dot gov. Excellent. All right. It's a, it's a win-win for sure. If you need money, uh, guys, if you're listening and, and you are a small business out there or if you're a self-employed individual and you're needing money, you've got the ability to uh, reach out to a local uh, banker as well as Sharon herself, who has been courteous enough to come on air with us. We appreciate it, Sharon. Uh, if you have any questions, reach out to Sharon, reach out to myself. Uh, we'll get you the information that you need to be able to take this next step towards the PPP program. Uh, Sharon, anything else that you want to say as as we're kind of signing off here? Uh, 
I just want to reiterate, if you have any questions, if you need more updates or information, again, go to www.sba.gov. And I do want to say be patient with our systems. Yes. Um, and that's pretty it. And thank you for everything you do. And thank you, Dale, for having me on here. Thank yes, you to Refuge and SBA. Hey, I appreciate you very much, and I, as I'm sure our listeners do as well. So you have a wonderful weekend, and uh, we will talk We'll talk very soon, I'm sure. Thank you so much, thank Dale. You. you have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, I hope that you have found this conversation valuable. I know I gained a little bit of information there that I didn't even know, and we've talked about this a lot of times with a lot of people. But I wanted to bring you someone that has a voice of knowledge, a voice of reason, and someone who's actually down on the ground dealing with this every single day. I am an expert in retirement planning. I know enough about other areas of finance to help direct you in the right direction, and oftentimes we're even able to help you complete that part of the plan. But what I also know is when it's time to call in the experts in an area. What I hope that you've gained from this show is the understanding that this PPP program is designed for you if you're a small business owner, even if you're an employee of your own business, even if you're the only employee of your own business, there is availability of funds for you to help you pay that payroll. As long as you are paying your payroll, I don't think you should worry as much about regulations. I don't think you should pay attention to the stipulations as to whether or not this money will be forgiven. I believe as long as you take this out and you're not trying to game the system, if you take this out because you need to pay your employees, yourself included, do this. Use this money. It's taxpayers' money coming back to us. It's the money that we've paid into the government, and because they forced us to shut down, we need to take advantage of this. I do know there are local banks here in the area. Citizens Bank is one of them. That's the bank that I use for my business account. I would recommend you talking to someone who actually knows what they are doing and what they're discussing when they talk to you about the PPP program. If you have questions, give us a call. 270-600-PLAN. Again, that's 270-600-7526. It's been a pleasure talking to you and letting you hear our conversation. Thanks again to Ms. Johnson and the SBA for allowing her to come on and shine a little bit of light on this area. Have a wonderful and blessed weekend. Be safe, always stay healthy, and remember to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. God bless. Investment advisory services offered through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and RD Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated entities. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular need of an individual situation. RD Smothers Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by R.D. Smothers Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid placement.